Hello and welcome to the podcast where we are reviewing Transformers Earthspark Season 1 that we know of. I'm Onyx Prime with my co-host here. Hi, I'm Kilobyte. Moving on with our TV show discussion, we'll be discussing, wow, what a sentence, plots, characters, and overall highlights of the show. So if you haven't seen Earthspark before, here's your spoiler warning. I guess get Paramount Plus or get a friend that has Paramount Plus. Yeah, do a watch party. Yeah. Do a watch party. That's what we did. So, yeah, it was fun. From what we know, this season has 10 episodes, with the first two and last two being part one and two, so it may look like eight or nine episodes, depending on where you live on Earth. But <laughs> we're going to start off with our main characters. So for the Autobots, we have Optimus, Alita One, Wheeljack, Bumblebee, and RC. For the Decepticons, we have Megatron, Swindle, Soundwave, Starscream, Oops, Spoilers, Skywalker, Nova Storm, Bombshell, Shrapnel, and Skull Cruncher. For the humans, we have the Molto family, which include Robbie, Moe, Dot, and Alex. We also have Ghost, which is a secret human Transformers alliance, and Mandroid. And finally, we have the Terrans, or the Transformers that have been born on Earth. And we have Twitch, Thrash, Nightshade, Jawbreaker, and Hashtag. Sensing a theme with these names, what the young <laughs> kids call it. Next thing you know, we're going to get a Terran named Twitter and the next one named Instagram. <laughs> anyway, of these groups, which were your favorite and which did you think deserved more screen time? I really enjoyed uh, the Terrans. I really enjoyed Twitch a lot. Uh, yeah. she's, she's one of my favorite Terrans. Same here. And towards the end, we get introduced to Nightshade, Jawbreaker, and Hashtag. And Nightshade and Jawbreaker didn't really stick out too much, but Hashtag really sticked out to me. She has this burst of energy and was like very rowdy and like really to fight. Uh, so that's one of my other favorite from the Terrans group. Yeah, Twitch is pretty good. Of the Autobots, I would say I think Elita one's my favorite, but the Queen deserves more screen time. Like, my goodness. We have Wheeljack, who is Uncle Dad to Twitch. Like in the literal sense, he's <laughs> technically Twitch's dad, but also not dad too, if you will, for those yes. who have watched the show. <laughs> but I mean, we don't really get to see Wheeljack or Alita one very much, so both of them could use more screen time, in my opinion. Yeah, yes, for sure. And we see Alita at the beginning, and then we see her in the middle, and that's about it. That's about like two whole there. episodes, really. Yeah, and and. She was great. Uh, like I like her attitude and all that. She, her, her attitude here kind of reminds me of RC in the comics. She's a lot of like, let's fight, let's do this. So I feel like they switched that around with the RC in here, with with the uh, RC feeling more of like Alita One from the G One continuity in this in this show. Yeah, very like instructful of an RC, yeah. if that makes sense. Like very much in the role of being a teacher. Yes, which was oh. cool. It's a different take, which which yeah. is fine. Which is fine. It was just I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I wasn't trying to say it's a bad thing. I was trying to yeah, say it's yeah. like I wasn't expecting it. So for the Decepticon, Soundwave, I'm interested in seeing more. But again, I think we needed more screen time because he's in it for half an episode, and then we never see or hear from him again. Yeah, it took it took until episode eight to episode see Soundwave. Eight, like uh, my goodness. And in the same episode, we see Starscream, which is only there for three seconds. That's that's about it. That was ridiculous. I was like, cool, we're getting Starscream. And he's in it for three seconds, the whole season. 
three whole seconds. He's just chuckling with his goatee. <laughs> the evil goatee. Evil is, this, goatee. is this Starscream's doppelganger? <laughs> Starscream too. They're yeah, exactly, exactly. I feel like the Decepticons need more screen time because yeah. uh, we barely see them at all. Bombshell, Shrapnel, Skull Cruncher get captured in I think episode three. And then they are captured the whole rest of the series. We don't see them ever again. Uh, like maybe there's a, like a cameo in the cell, but that's about it. They don't say anything else. They don't do anything else. Swindle's in there for like two episodes, and then Skywarp and Nova Storm just appear in the in the final two in the final two episodes, and that's about it. That's all they yeah. did. Megatron sprinkled throughout the season. So is Optimus and Bumblebee. Yeah, I mean and the main yeah. focus is the kids in Thrash and Twish, which is. Yeah. You know, it's a new relationship between the humans and these protoforms that were created on Earth. So it's understandable. I think it would be cool if, if we get some with the kids and then maybe like there's a separate storyline in the same episode where we kind of see what Optimus and Megatron and some of the other characters are doing in the downtime. Yeah, I agree. And the Molto family in pretty much all the humans in this case, they're typical humans from like the other Transformers show. They're almost identical. They're like kind of, in my opinion, half bait but they have yep. some uncanny vibes with their animation but nothing super terrible like they're fine like passable yeah uh, the difference between these humans and i think other shows is instead of the robots trying to be secret some of them most of mm -hmm. them have already been out in public because there's comics they're they, you know they they have merchandise this feels like the avengers from marvel when once they saved the universe it became like they're gonna have uh musicals they're gonna have movies kind of thing so in this yep. case, the kids and all of the families already knew of the existence of the robot, so it's not something new. So that's yeah. a cool, different take on that. Yeah, it wasn't more about discovering the Transformers. It was more about, they're here, now what do we do? Yep, yeah. pretty much. So, Kilo, any plot points that stand out to you during the series? Because I've noticed one or two things that feel very important to mention, and it feels that the first two episodes and the last three episodes are the only ones that feel plot-driven. Like, you could potentially skip episodes three through seven, and you will still know what's happening, because episodes three through seven feel like filler episodes or bot of the week. Like, we meet B, RC, Wheeljack, Swindle, Bombshell, etc. Like, each in our own episode contained, and nothing happens that seems to affect any other episode going forward from any episode between them. Like everything in the trailers we've seen about the series are from episodes one and two, eight, nine, and ten. What do you think? I think that's the that's correct. I think that's how it actually feels. Like even Ghost, that's the human alliance here with the Autobots and and Megatron. <laughs> Uh, they they say there's this Decepticon threat and they're out there and so they need to be careful. But then again, all the Decepticons that have been promoted for the show are already in jail by episode three. So like it doesn't feel like there's a threat that the kids are in danger, that the humans are in danger, or even the Terrans are in danger of being found out. So it just feels in between those episodes, we just get the human interactions with uh, Robbie and Moe and Trash and Twitch. That's it. It's just their development as they kind of like each other. And even that, because Twitch and Trash, <laughs> Trash, Twitch and Thrash and Robbie and Moe are very similar. Like they all do the same mannerism and it's very hard to kind of determine what each of them, how they stand out from each other mm -hmm. because... They all like to do the same things because they're all connected, 
but then it also doesn't pave way to allow them to discover interests and maybe like technology or maybe they like to research fauna, you know, something like that. We haven't really seen that yet. And I hope hopefully that happens later on. But they all just feel like one character that they yeah. split into four. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And uh, let's switch to our favorite things about the plot or things about this show that we really enjoyed. So Soundwave is in here for <laughs> half an episode. And yes, of course, I'm going to talk about Soundwave because Grimlock's not here. Grim, hopefully. <laughs> Come on, please put Grimlock in there. So Soundwave's in here and we have the cassette bots. And my favorite thing is Wheeljack in a prior episode alludes that Soundwave accidentally has one of them blow up in his chest. And we're like, oh, oh no. boy, who is this? And then eventually we see Ravage. Laserbeak and Frenzy. Where's Rumble? Where's Rumble? <laughs> or Rumble? But my favorite, yeah, but my favorite thing is like all the cassettes are purple, but Frenzy, more importantly, is purple. And the debate over. The debate over. Purple. They okay. are neither red or blue. They are both. Mic drop. <laughs> Mic drop. End of discussion. Uh, or we just created another debate. Frenzy is red. Frenzy is blue. Frenzy is purple. <laughs> No, let's not start this. Let's just end it there. The world will never be happy. What are (laughs) things that you liked? I really like the 3D models for the characters. I think the the robots look amazing. Mm -hmm. The sound wave sound wave looks gorgeous. Oh yeah. But but Swindle, you know, looks like Swindle. Are you? I'm going to. You heard you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Uh, Swindle looks like Swindle. Uh, I love Skull Cruncher how they look and the protoforms. They all look different in their unique way. And it's like easy to distinguish who's who. So like again, the the 3D models in the show are amazing. I really like them, and I do like the mix of the 3D models and the 2D explosion art. Yeah, uh, like I feel the like special it, effects. Yeah, like the special effects look pretty cool in 2D. Yeah. So like it, it really makes it pop. It reminds me of classic G1. Yeah. Blaster effects because it's all 2D still. So one thing I wanted to note: this show when it originally was advertising they were mentioning that the terrans were the first cybertronians born on earth ever so i guess transformers animated doesn't count we will have to see what they mean by that right yeah so overall rod star rating what would you like to give it overall i think it's a it's an okay show it's uh for me at least and i know it's not made for my type of audience and I can see kids really enjoying it. Like the characters are very lovable, and like the the Mo and Robbie and Twitch and Thrash are very lovable. And it's a very fun atmosphere. It's not all about war. It's all about having fun and like learning through uh, hardships, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the story, you know, there's still a story being told. And I feel like for the first two episodes and the last three episodes are the only ones that kind of propel it forward. We get told that there's Decepticons out there, but we barely see them at all in most of the episodes. And all the ones that are out there have already been captured because they don't mention anybody else. Mm-hmm. So, so far for this, I don't know if there's going to be 10 more episodes to finish season one or if this is all we get. But so far it's an okay, so I will have to give it three out of five. Yeah, I think I'm going to agree with you. Three out of five seems like a solid place to put it. It seems like it's not out of the water fantastic. Like, it seems middle. It seems not, it seems more than fine, but it seems about average, if that makes sense. Like, it seems both 
like it's trying to incorporate four kids and like also like either adults or older children returning to the series. It seems to be like a good middle ground, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Do you have any theories of what might happen if we get more episodes or more seasons? I think eventually Megatron's going to leave the, the ghosts because eventually all that will be crumbling because we've already seen him kind of have doubts on that, which I really like seeing. Because I, I didn't expect Megatron to just be, okay, I'll be with the humans kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that he's having doubts and Optimus is also kind of in having doubts because of Megatron and and all that. I do want to see more of the Terrans. I do want to see their designs, especially for Jawbreaker, Nightshade, and Hashtag. I do want to see where they take that. And I, uh, I think... Hashtag's going to turn into a bluebird. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. That'd be pretty funny. And I, I think eventually the Decepticon War will start once again. And we'll see where... Uh, I don't know if Starscream will be leader this time for a little bit or Soundwave. Uh, but that'd be interesting if they lead for a while and then Mega, Megatron kind of sees that Ghost is not really what they're trying to be and then switches back. Yeah, I think you might be onto something. But I think we'll it won't be just Autobots versus Decepticons. I think we'll get a splinter group of Decepticons. Like, we'll have the one that Megatron leads. Then we'll have the one, like, Soundwave Starscream leads, maybe? Mm. Depending where Starscream falls. Like, is he going to go to Megatron or is he going to go to Soundwave? I think that's where it's going to go. And then I think Optimus will probably separate himself from Ghost because Ghost seems very sketchy. Yes, very, very sketchy. But listeners, what did you think of this show? How many Rod Stars would you give it? Let us know by leaving a comment below and leave your theories. If you would like to get in contact with us, you can send us an email at swervesbarpodcast at gmail.com. That is S-W-E-R-V-E-S-B-A-R podcast at gmail.com. So, Kilo, do you want to talk about Twitch? Yes, listeners, I have a Twitch. Not, the... not the one from the show. Not the one from the show. No, no, no. But I will be getting a toy of the Twitch from the show. Uh, but there's nice. a platform on the web browser called twitch.tv where you can catch me live playing video games, talking about Transformers, just hanging out and being a total geek with my friends from the podcast, my co-host and the guests. <laughs> and you can follow me at twitch.tv slash Prime. A follow will be great because it'll notify you when I'm live and it will support me as well. And if you want to stay tuned for updates on when I will be back twitching, twitching, no, streaming, then you can follow me on Twitter at Kilobyte Prime to stay up to date with that. Wonderful. If you've enjoyed this episode and review, consider sharing it with your friends and subscribing. If you want to help out the show even further, we have started a Patreon. All the proceeds will go to supporting the show and keeping the lights on. Of course, we have some tiers that offer other forms of gratitude, such as 3D files, entry to our Discord where you can chat with us live, and you'll have early access to our comic review episodes and D&D episodes a week before the public release. Also, we have a goal to reach not one, not two, but 500 subscribers. We'll be holding a brand new kind of giveaway we've never done before. Could be a toy, could be something else entirely. What dun, do you think? Dun, dun. We've done toys before, so it would have to be something else. So click that subscribe button. Tell your friends it's a good time. And as always, We hope you are staying safe out there. Thank you so much for listening. Till all are one. Till all are one.